Welcome back to Couples Kissing in the Hallways and Other Mild Irritations. I'm your host, Ducklo, back again for another week. And today we have a special guest. Hello, my name is Gage, uh, the proprietor of Illegal and Mainstreaming. Alright. So, Gage and I have been working on a project for Mr. Hare's Principles of Technology and Engineering class. We were thinking about plan printing out a 150 centimeter longsword. Now, we need to actually get to this first. So, Gage? Uh, what we're planning on doing with the longsword is having a nice, suitable grip so all your swinging needs can be easily fulfilled. And but with the blade, you can easily be able to use it uh, as a letter opener. Yeah. So, Gage, how did we get around to thinking of printing out a longsword again? We went with uh, we went with like ideas of what we might like interesting ideas of what we could print, and we eventually came along with the idea of printing an, a two-handed longsword. Yeah, it seemed pretty cool. That's like the main reason for <coughs> printing it out. That and the fact that it's not copyrighted. Um, now, what else? Did we come up with anything else? Because like, I seem to recall a few things, but like... We tried to uh, think of a, like a figure we could, we could print, but uh, we can't print anything of any characters because, you know, copyright. Hmm. Hmm. How did we get the idea for like a sword anyways? Because I seem to recall you bringing it up in passing conversation, but like, I'm not exactly sure on the specifics. I think we were talking about like something, uh, how Thor's hammer was copyrighted, or something like that, how Marvel uh, copyrighted the name Thor, even though it's a Greek god or something along those lines. Hmm, hmm, hmm. Now, in terms of solving conflict, I guess I'll interject on this one. Because uh, Gage here was out for a bit, uh, a week? Yeah. A week or so? A fever. A week, a week or so due to a nasty fever. Did you get it from a cold or was it just like... It just, you know, popped in. Oh yeah. So a fever put him out for a week. So in terms of conflict, there wasn't all too much conflict we had to solve. Now, Gage, how do you think our story's going to turn out after we print it? It might be a little bit top-heavy, mostly because it's a two-handed longsword, but I also have a sneaking suspicion that if we swing it around too much, it might go and die on us. Break. Yeah. I see, I see. I was a bit concerned with parts of the sword melting in the 3D printer, because, like, they do that. But if it does happen, then we're going to have, like, a soggy ice cream sword, and that would be not ideal. At least it's unique. Yeah, at least it's unique. That's true. That's the upside of things. Anything else you want to bring up, Gage, before we finish off our partner section? Not necessarily. We've cut, covered everything about the sword, you know, uh, the uses and uh, the struggles we've had with the sword. That's true. In that case, that sums up Couples Kissing on the Hallways and Other Mouth Irritations Part 1 for today. Gage, you want to sum up your podcast? That's about it. All right. Thank you to Mr. Hare for letting me use the room behind his classroom as a recording studio, but I forgot to grab a mic, which might explain the, hmm, 
should I say, slipshod audio quality of part one of Couples Kissing in the Hallway and other mild irritations. But we're back to my standard recording studio, which is my room in the basement. So, of course, that means our audio quality is back up to par and all that good stuff. Ah, yes, it's Spirit Week, the week leading up to Homecoming that everyone either doesn't care about or despises. And as your favorite high school senior right now, I'd like to elaborate my thoughts on High School Spirit Week. Of course, Spirit Week can be fun. The lunch games are entertaining to watch, especially if they involve really dumb guys going up and doing stupid things like um, uh, being a little bit too enthusiastic with their hugs to pop the balloons. But otherwise, it's just sort of like there. It's a distraction from the stresses and such of maintaining a social order and keeping up with schoolwork. And that's pretty cool, and I'm sort of, like, indifferent to it. But you know what really grinds my gears? You know what really grinds my gears? Last year, last year, they had a Guess the Theme Song competition at school, and they exclusively used songs from Disney Channel sitcoms from, like, the mid-2000s. So I understood, like, maybe two of them, like the Hannah Montana one, and maybe one other. I can't, I can't even recall. It was just... Uh, it was just that brain bla- <coughs> that brain blasting. Anyway, Spirit Week can be like that for most of the time, or it can just be some indifferent fun. But that reminds me again of one personal story relating to High School Spirit Week, where I actually studied for the stupid Manassas Park quiz when they asked, like, social media questions instead of questions about Manassas Park. Like, I'd studied, I'd studied who the previous mayor of Manassas Park was, who the current mayor of Manassas Park was, how many people down to the single digit lived in Manassas Park, how many exact square acres or miles were part of Manassas Park, when it was founded, when it was a city, when it was a town, who who it was established for, which neighborhood existed first, all that good stuff. And... All this research, all this research led to, well, to be to be fair, that uh, the athlete question about Michael Lindsay was a pretty darn good one, and uh, I probably should have known that. But, and the Dr. McDade um, Twitter handle one. But other than that, other than that, it was mostly inane, Manassas Park unrelated questions that nobody got, because they were odd and vague, and not actually about Manassas Park. See, if it was a memes of Manassas Park quiz, that would have been more apt of a name for the program, but no, we were stuck with your standard Manassas Park quiz. I had a whole study guide and everything. It was a page, it was a page, an entire page, um, top left corner to top, uh, to bottom right corner, all the way through, all the way through, smudged writing and all that good stuff, writing in the margins, both margins, but still, that was not not nearly enough to let me win that their lunch game. Now, speaking of Spirit Week, we can't talk about Spirit Week without talking about Homecoming. Personally, to me, I think the more important part of Homecoming is the Homecoming game this Friday, which you should all go out and see. Support our Manassas Park Cougars football team. I'm pretty sure they'll beat George Mason High School. 
I didn't even know George Mason High School existed, which means we're definitely going to beat them because I didn't know they existed. That means they're irrelevant. But um, uh, anyways, uh, if you're not going out there to support the Nassau Park High School football team, you could go out to support the marching band, buy some food from the concession stand. That barbecue sandwich is actually pretty darn good. I would recommend eating it because I ate it myself. Also, of course, um, I guess this is popular opinion by now, but um, Pepsi is obviously the superior soda when going to a football game, especially one at such an extravagant stadium as Cougar Stadium. Anyway, back to the point. Make sure to come out Friday to support your Cougars, both on the field and in the stands. Oh, 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 oh. Before I... Uh, before I cut off from the homecoming game, actually, come to support cheerleaders too. They do hard work in making sure that each game is hype and filled with the pep. Actually, speaking of pep, though, uh, the pep rallies. Um, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put, I wouldn't put so much thought into the pep rallies. I have never been personally fond of them, except when the band or drumline plays. But that's just a personal bias of mine, because the pep rallies seem kind of a, how do, how do you call it? No, not not redundant. Uh, anyway, I can't think of the word, and if I did, I'd probably uh, not be reflecting too well on the school pep rallies. But anyway, that's that's the whole point. I don't really like them. But, but back to the topic at hand: homecoming. I've already spoken about the game, the obviously more important of the two homecoming events. But there's the, the uh, dance as well, which. I have not decided yet whether I do or do not want to go. But of course, by the time anyone listens to this, I, I guess it'll be in the past. And you tell me what I decided. Of course, the only real uh, argument against going to homecoming was that I wouldn't be able to make it to my annual Waffle House meeting. But of course, um, since it's only 32 minutes away and all, you can visit homecoming and Waffle House, take the best of both worlds, <laughs> referencing that previous uh, Hannah Montana show. But anyways, that's enough about Homecoming and Spirit Week. That's not why you guys usually tune in to my podcast. No, all two of you, that's not why you all tune in to listen. What you listen for is that section at the end where I complain about something. It's time for our namesake Couples kissing in the hallways and other mild irritations. This week is not actually a school-related irritation. It is a home-related one. Now, there is an insect, or more specifically, a cricket, stuck in the wall of my bathroom. And me, living in the basement, is forced to listen to this cricket chirp all night long and all through the morning usually usually you think crickets oh they, they they sound nice and oh it's a cricket it's a it's a vegetarian why would you ever kill it but no any crickets that i find on my property and by my property i mean uh in the basement i will annihilate without a second thought these crickets these little monsters these little monsters you do not understand the absolute misery to be put through having to listen to a cricket chirp all night long with 
the echoes of its chirping reverberating throughout the entire basement directly into your eardrum. I swear, this is like listening to heavy metal on max volume in my headphones, except instead of soothing heavy metal, it is the annoying and shrill chirps of some stupid insect that's looking for uh, a fun night. This particular cricket in my wall is, is stuck there. There's actually no way for it to get out. And I looked it up on the internet to see what the average lifespan of a cricket was without food. And it's it's two weeks. Two weeks. Crickets can go two weeks without food. So that, so that thing's going to sit there for two weeks, maybe more if it's eating its own fecal matter, I guess. Maybe more, just chirping away, and there's absolutely nothing I can do about it. Because like, even if I seal it up, it's still going to be there. It's probably still going to be able to breathe. And if I'm really unlucky, it'll just start eating the ceiling. <sighs> anyway. Crickets. Ugh. Mom is quite insistent on me keeping them alive. But they're annoying. They're annoying. I don't... They're... They're pests. Like the little house spiders I keep around my basement aren't doing their job. I, I leave them there so that they can eat stupid stuff like crickets. And... I don't know, flies, I guess. These dumb house spiders are just setting up cobwebs everywhere without actually doing their job. So they're freeloaders, basically. They're freeloader spiders. They're freeloader spiders. And, yeah, they're a nuisance, but at least they're not chirping. <sighs> and the house centipedes, too. I expect those guys who are fast, small, and can fit into, like, I don't know, quarter-sized holes. And by that, I mean laying flat on its side. I expect those guys to at least be able to get in the hole Sting the gosh darn cricket and eat it. But no, we're stuck here listening to it chirp every single day. Now my dad has moved out of the basement back upstairs. So I am the only one forced to listen to this cricket. And no matter how many of them I turn into paste, I turn into mush, no matter how many of them end up just like the brown or yellow smear on the floor, I'm stuck listening to these things all night. <sighs> And with my present condition of being ill, it certainly does not make it easy to sleep. But that's enough about incredibly annoying insects stuck in the walls. I've been thinking about adding a Q&A session at the end of each podcast, too. In addition to the standard couples kissing in the hallways and other mild irritations format. So, if you have any question you'd like me to answer on air... For next week's episode, come talk to me in real life, because I pretty much know all of you in real life. All two of you, yes. All two of you who listen to my podcasts regularly. Thank you for listening to Couples Kissing in the Hallways and Other Mild Irritations. I'm your host, Ducklo Nguyen, and I'll see you all next week. Have a nice day. By the way, if any of you were curious what my intro and outro music is, it is a uh, vinyl recording of Alvin and the Chipmunks singing Girls Just Want to Have Fun, but slowed down to 16 RPM. Um, That's it. That's all, folks.